was part of the criticisms, though. The the part of MK Ultra that entailed them working with prostitutes and having them slip drugs to their clients um, was very shoddily ran from all the accounts that I've read. It was just reckless. And the guys of the CIA that were sitting on the other side of the two-way mirrors watching, you know, mm-hmm. the behavior after that happened, um, even by their own testimony after the fact, it was a party atmosphere. They were sitting there with cocktails watching. I was thinking... Okay, I was wondering, like, if you're in the CIA in this project, you're like, I'm gonna sign up for that project. Yeah. That sounds great. Coffee and Conspiracies, Episode One, Project MK Ultra. We're back. Technical difficulties. Hey Sorry about that. Um, to reiterate, this was designed by Scott Harshbarger. Um, you can find him on The Art of Harsh on Instagram. He's a good friend of mine. He, I had to ask him to dumb this down for me. He's an amazing artist, but I wanted him to show what I wanted from everybody, which was a rough sketch of the topic at the end of this episode. We'll tell you guys the topic of the next episode. And we ask that you make a crudely drawn sketch of it and then submit it to us and we'll put it on our Facebook page and people can vote for it to be the entry screen, entrance screen, does that sound right? Okay, so again, thank you to Scott for that. I will post that on Facebook for you guys to take another look at it because it's so, so beautiful and amazing. Okay, so our topic tonight is Project MKUltra. Summer, are you very familiar with MKUltra? Um, a little bit. I have a, in general, knowledge. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm going to take care of that for you and hopefully for some other people tonight. Great. We picked MK Ultra. I think I said in the first episode that we did because to me, it's the linchpin of most conspiracies as far as it ties into the conspiracies. Mm -hmm. And it also, um, it establishes the suspension of disbelief. Once you know that MK Ultra happened, and that it's fact, you can consider most anything. Yeah. Because MKUltra is that extreme and that shocking. So, um, so before we get started, I um, wanted to go through the format with you guys. I think we're going to be a little bit more structured because I know everybody has um, a lot of things to do and, you know, places to go. So um, once we get into the topic, if you don't mind, I'll just set a timer for 30 minutes. Yeah. We can talk about it and then we'll do a wrap up at the end. I think that's a great idea. So, um, do you want to go ahead and get started? Yeah, let's jump into right, MK Ultra. I have a timer here. 30 minutes. All right. Ready. Go. If you guys have questions and comments too, I probably won't get to them right away, but I will look back over them near the end. So, please say anything that you don't want to forget or otherwise. I've got a little cheat sheet over here to my side, and it's not because I don't understand MK Ultra. It's because, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to remember every number mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Um, and also I know that some of you, I had mentioned a show on Netflix called Wormwood and it's, I believe a six part series that deals with MK ultra and, and an aspect of it. And I'm going to do my best as I told one of you watching not to ruin parts of that show, but it's, it's very important. The guy that that show is about is very important when we're discussing MK ultra. So he has to be talked about okay. MK ultra was a secret government program that the CIA ran from mid-50s, early, mid, early to mid-50s to the 
mid to late 70s allegedly remember we're gonna do allegedly a lot that's my <laughs> my covers and i'm gonna scoot closer to you yeah come on sorry john um <laughs> <laughs> and uh what happened was when world war ii ended a lot of the nazi scientists that were supposed to go on trial or did go on trial were recruited by the american government and other governments from what i understand in a thing called operation paperclip and operation paperclip brought them over and because of the way that they extracted a lot of the data that they did in world war ii mm -hmm. in the concentration camps and otherwise that data was not supposed to be admissible into the scientific community because of the way that they got it you know sure. which was crimes against humanity and we brought them over here and we used them they played a major role in the establishment of nasa okay. and several of the departments of nasa have a direct link to nazi scientists you know there's that fun little fact but they also were used to do Operation Paperclip, or not Operation Paperclip, I'm sorry, Operation MKUltra, Project MKUltra. A lot of operations and projects here. Um, so what happened was... I don't like their names, just throwing it out there. MKUltra and Paperclip? Paperclip? I don't know why it's called Paperclip. I, really I don't like it. I mean, I don't think Nazi scientists and think Paperclip. I'm already like literally just thinking about the fact that it's called Paperclip. It can't be that mean. But well, it is, right? Part of my, my goal here is to make you associate paper clips with Nazi scientists. I'm not using them ever again. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're gonna have to use those clasps, whatever you call mm -hmm. them. Clamps. I have several of those. All right, sweet. I'm I'm pro those. <laughs> so so they brought them over here, and what had happened was our government was suspicious that the Chinese and the Russians had learned how to mind control people that they were making our pow's that they had say things and so they they wanted to counter that so they started experimenting on unknowing american citizens using various methods but primarily lsd lsd was you know coming into the consciousness back then there was you had the hippie movement which kind of followed this and this was actually it's a little known fact MK Ultra is responsible in large part to the hippie culture and their use of hallucinogens. Hallucinogens makes sense. Yeah, CIA's behind everything. <laughs> yeah. So um, they would drug people and not tell them most of the time. The CIA would. They had a How do they drug people? Just like in their water? Yep, they would. Or you just like walk up and like just hand out candy on the corner, like. They they did have volunteer programs. They did, you know, they would go to universities and say, you know, if you take this dose and, and let us watch you for a while, you know, I don't, they paid them, I think was the incentive, you know, maybe let them out of things. Um, but sometimes they would just slip it into their drinks. You know, they did that a lot and it got out of control. I mean, not that it was ever in control, you know, if you're doing something that heinous. And by the way, I encourage you, anything that I say tonight, please go do your research, look it up. Call me on it next time I'm on here, you know, if I say something that's false, but I know that this is not. Um, this I know. is not allegedly. No, this is not a conspiracy. This particular topic, though, this show is about conspiracies is not a conspiracy. MK Ultra happened, and that came out in federal court, and to the point that presidents were apologizing to people over it on behalf of the CIA and behalf of the government. So... Um, MK Ultra carried on for a while and there was a lot of projects um you know under the umbrella of MK Ultra they would do different things to different people but almost always you know without them knowing 
they used universities, and I've got the number here, I'm gonna look at it. 80 institutions were involved in this, including 44 universities, hospitals, prisons, pharmaceutical companies, Eli Lilly included. You yeah. know, you guys know Eli Lilly here in Indiana. But they were a part, I don't know exactly what their role was. A lot of times when the CIA would go to a college and say, hey, help us with this program of finding volunteers to let us drug them or whatnot, it, they didn't always say that they were the CIA. Sometimes they would have a, a front going on. And Do you think if they went to universities because they were typically the most fit, like that age span, you know what I mean? Like why universities? Just there were more volunteers. They just may have free thinkers or just they're healthy or what do you think they may have thought that they would be more desperate for money for incentive if they said you know we're willing to pay you to let us do this maybe they thought college kids were more hard up for money you know or uh, just naive too but I, all the things you said plus those things i think some it got to the point and there was a specific name for this part of the operation where um they they went to houses of ill repute you think most people know what i mean when i say that oh. Where you where you would visit a woman and offer her money for services rendered? Oh, a brothel. Yes. Okay, that word. They would uh, the CIA would go to those and they would work in conjunction with the women and have them drug the men. That Why, do they just like carry it around in trench coats like LSD? Yeah, you, like, Just randomly like walk up to people and be like, "Can you drug this person?" Or I drug them. Or I don't. Why are they carrying around mass amounts of LSD? I don't think we even want to know how they they could that's really it. uncomfortable well i will say along those lines um they under mk ultra at some point they were working on uh being able to shoot people with like a plasma blast and cause brain damage what? yeah the cia was literally working is on is it real does it work i don't know who knows who would ever know uh, i personally i yeah i'm sure they uh, they there's the there's this thing called the heart attack gun where and actually, this is referenced in um, a congressional committee that's available on video. A guy alludes to it where I, I don't know that this part's factual or not, but allegedly they, they have like little shards of ice with toxins. So they would shoot you with it from a distance and it would not take much because it's so toxic, but it would penetrate your skin a little bit mm -hmm. enough to do the damage. And then the ice would melt, making it untraceable and cause a heart that's attack. That's kind of genius. Cardiac arrest. Oh, very. Well, yeah, they got the... Biggest and the brightest working wow. for with the CIA and all those governments. That should be in a movie. I feel like this is a movie. Probably is in a movie. Well, the Manchurian candidate, are you familiar with that concept? Yes. That's an MK Ultra objective. That was an express objective of MK Ultra was to create, you know, people that could be programmed. Um so yeah, 80 institutions. There was 149 subprojects. And again, this is all just what we know. And the only reason we know anything about MK Ultra is because people died as a result of it. Namely, a guy named Frank Olson who jumped out of a window. Well, you know, was said to have jumped out of a window. He got so depressed at some point the CIA had to admit they drugged this guy because the family pursued it. Um, and this is the premise of Wormwood on Netflix. And it has, Wormwood has dramatizations, actors acting out parts of the story, but it also has a lot of interviews with the family mm -hmm. and footage of, of testimony and things like that, the people that were involved in it in the CIA. Um, but yeah, this, it came out and then they uh, had to address it in court. Well, and this happened in 1975, but in 1973, the head of the CIA, I believe it was 1973, had all the documents that were germane to MKUltra destroyed. And by germane, I mean relevant to. Mm -hmm. um, 
Which they never really destroyed. They never anything. probably, yeah. They can't. Well, I've heard that the CIA has their default. I think every branch of the government, I mean, you would have to. Yeah, well, yeah, if you want to, like, build on it. You know, which was part of the criticisms, though. The, the part of MKUltra that entailed them working with prostitutes and having them slip drugs to their clients um, was very shoddily ran from all the accounts that I've read. It was just reckless. And the guys of the CIA that were sitting on the other side of the two-way mirrors watching, you know, mm -hmm. the behavior after that happened, um, even by their own testimony after the fact, it was a party atmosphere. They were sitting there with cocktails watching. You know. I was thinking... Okay, I was wondering, like, if you're in the CIA in this project, you're like, I'm going to sign up for that project. That's, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Sip a little cocktail, watch a little uh, show. Oh, yeah. It's so gross. Yes, very gross. Wow. Very gross, very, very gross. <laughs> so, yeah. How do they keep all these people quiet? Well, that seems that's, a little crazy. That's exactly why they went with the, the prostitutes was because what were those guys that were drugged going to do? Were they going to go run out and say, hey, I was I was at the brothel down the street. Honey, I had experience. I think somebody <laughs> drugged me. You know what I mean? That was why. That was specifically why. Or that was why. their excuse. Like, honey, I don't know how I ended up there. I was drugged before right, I yeah. got there. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ended up where I ended up after that. Right. <laughs> so it's the government's fault. Right, yeah. It was a, I guess it was a mutualistic setting then. They both had their, their way out. Hmm. So, um... But I mean, even other people like college kids and all this, I mean, I just feel like it took a long time for this stuff to come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did good at, at keeping it suppressed. But, you know, as Frank Olson's case serves as the testimony, you know, they, they were willing to kill you to keep you quiet. You know, they did. Um, again, I don't want to ruin a whole lot of Wormwood. I don't, I don't want to, because that's, it's a great, it's a very well put together you know, I don't want to even really call it a documentary. It didn't feel like I was watching a documentary, but in, a, in an essence, in essence, it is. Right. Um, but yeah, Frank Olson, and there's a couple of different accounts. And I'll be honest, I've been aware of MKUltra for, you know, five or six years, but I learned things and kudos to Corey, you know, who I think is with us. Or no, it wasn't Corey. It was Scott, who's not with us. Sorry, Corey, I tried to give you credit, but you didn't deserve it. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, no, my, my friend Scott, who did the uh, illustration at the at the beginning, told me, you know, hey, you need to watch Wormwood. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm familiar with Frank Olson. And he said, well, there's there's a lot there. So I did watch it, and there is a lot there. And I did learn some things about, you know, there may have been extra layers of motive to why the CIA killed this guy more than just to shut him up because they drugged him and he had a bad experience and was going to tell on him. Because they did. He worked for him. He helped pioneer the chemist scientist aspect of the CIA's programs that did this, and they drugged him. I mean, they, they just got, you know, at some point you're almost picturing the CIA running around just throwing acid on people, you know, LSD That's acid. literally what I'm thinking, but they have trench coats on. I don't know why. Yeah, well, they will, because they got to have yes. places for all those vials Like, you know where they come up and they're like, you want these watches, these Rolexes, but it's just drugs? Yeah. And they don't give you a chance, they show it to you, and then they just splash it in your face. <laughs> just run off. Yes. And then you're left tripping for eight hours. Now, didn't they say, and I could be wrong, that because of this drug usage, they're missing a lot of time, and that caused depression? Oh, yeah. Like for me, you know, like, who are you? Where's your identity? Like, you, you're missing large amounts of time. Yes. Um, well, some of the people, and there was a woman, there was a clinic up in Montreal that the CIA went to. 
and I watched this one on a documentary. It wasn't in Wormwood, but um, the CIA had a connection to a, a psych ward or something like that up in uh, Montreal. And they were drugging people into sleeping for weeks at a time. And then would couple that with electroshock therapy. And what they were allegedly trying to do was um, erase their memory, you know, take out bad parts. I don't know. I know that, uh, you know, John was watching Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind the other night. And yeah. that was part of the premise of that movie is they, they erase bad memories. You go to them and you pay. And I don't know if that's directly connected to what the people that had this done to them up in Montreal, though, are are very intelligent people. They just would, you know, a woman would have back in the 50s and 60s, you could have, excuse me, postpartum depression or something, and they didn't know mm -hmm. what they know now. So you might end up in a place like that. And then the next thing you know, you're being forced to sleep for three weeks, four weeks, and, and then shocked out of your mind. And That's crazy. Yeah. And thankfully, some of these people made it through it and recovered. And they can talk about it now. And there are those documentaries out there. You know, I encourage people to go look at the, for the YouTube things and stuff like that. And MKUltra is so vast as far as the things that they did and the reasons they did it. You know, we talked a minute ago about the Manchurian candidate. You know, they they wanted to, well, you know, this goes into uh, to mind control and um, monarch programming, they call it, whereby uh, you cause splits in somebody. Um, yeah. And that was part of MK Ultra too. They they would try to create split personalities in people so that they could have one personality carry out. And I'm this is not fiction. This is fact. The CIA did this. It's fact. You can you can look it up. Um, wanted split personalities so that the tertiary personality could go commit the assassination or the crime, switch back into the other personality, have no recollection or knowledge of that, so, so that they if they were captured, wow. yeah, they couldn't be interrogated. But also, if it was a person that wasn't capable of assassination, maybe their split is or was. So, you know, they could take them out of that person, the person that can kill, and then bring them back into the person that doesn't even know that it happened. And, um, you know, this is hardly fiction. I'm not saying that they ever accomplished it. There's there's a lot out there about I it. I think that's where the conspiracy comes in. Of mm -hmm. One, that it didn't actually end into the splits. Like, you can see them. Um, that's actually on YouTube. You can watch... Um, I know I feel like I always talk about celebrities, but you can watch their splits is what they call them, that you can just all of a sudden see them do something else. And it's, I think that's where the conspiracy that it's still going on. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like we said in that first episode about how, when you go down the rabbit hole or you take the red pill, everything ends up connected. And that's true. Like you would never think that some video of Britney Spears going into what seems like a a tertiary personality has anything to do with the CIA, but it does. I mean, that's all monarch programming and the CIA pioneered a lot of it. I mean, it goes back, you know, a couple hundred years sometimes when you're talking about the occult or, or um, ritual abuse and how you create a split in somebody. Look up Hillary Clinton's split. Just throwing that out there. It's intense. Yeah, this is... This is a, a huge MK Ultra Monarch programming. Um, again, Monarch programming being the method that they use to create the splits. There's there's no end. I've been looking at this stuff for four or five years, and I could keep looking at nothing but MK Ultra and Monarch programming, and I'm never going to feel like I've learned everything or know everything there is to know about it. You know, because that program went on for twenty some years, and there was knowledge before that, and a lot of people don't believe that that program actually quit. Mm -hmm. You know. 
And, you know, if you watch Wormwood or if you watch the YouTube documentaries on stuff like this, a lot of people end up dead connected to stuff like this, you know, out canoeing and dead, out rock climbing and dead, stepped out to get the newspaper and dead. You know, I mean, you know, and, and Brand, after we turn this off, dead. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just know? a co-host, throwing that out there. Oh, this is all me. I drug her into this. <laughs> but I, I guess my biggest question, other than the fact that I know this happened, I mean, because it's documented it, in federal court, because you know everything in court's real, but no. Right. It happened... I guess my the conspiracy of that it's continuing to happen other than the fact that you can kind of see things going on. What's the purpose of it? Like, what do you think that the CIA is using it for? Obviously, like, it has to be something with war or financial gain of some, or, you know, political power over other countries. Like, what is it that they're using this, all these different projects specifically to do what? Well, the, the, the express purpose, the intent purpose of MK Ultra at the beginning when the guys went to the director and said we want to do this was you know it's always national security it's in the interest of national security excuse me but was to try to be able to keep up with the Russians and the Chinese because we believed that they had pioneered these things you know and and some POWs came out in the Korean War and said uh, that they had done some things and this is in Wormwood I don't want to ruin it you know so I'm not going to say what these POWs said but when they got let out, they said they claimed they didn't know why they said that. And I mean, this could go either way. This could be they got back over here and we said... I'm totally using this for my benefit from now on. Yeah. I'm just going to randomly say mean stuff and be like, MK Ultra, sorry. Mind control. Yes. But uh, so, you know, allegedly we were trying to figure out their methods or we just wanted to be able to, to compete with them. But it, it went from I that... I just don't get it. Well, the Manchurian candidate's a big thing. Because you have people that say Lee Harvey Oswald was a, you know, a, a CIA assassin, mm -hmm. um, the deep state, you know, or whoever was against Kennedy. And in the next episode, when we talk about false flags, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot to say about Kennedy. Um, but as far as you know, why they would have done that to Kennedy, you know, there there's a lot of plausibility there. But they would have allegedly used MK Ultra Monarch programming to cause Lee Harvey Oswald to do that, like a robot. Right, and I, I guess I maybe be more specific. I can see how it would have been used other times, but like in the last or just the present time, what would it be used for? You know what I mean? It, well, you have it kind of does stop. So either they're getting like super slick about it, or they're just like keeping it for what benefit? I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to express opinions on a few of the things I'm gonna throw out now, okay? Okay. I'm not expressing opinions on, on these particular conspiracies, and these are conspiracies that are their own thing, their own topic, their own show. But if you look at the issues that people claim to have with Sandy Hook, with yeah. the Las Vegas shootings, with the Joker shooting, you know, that guy that um, dressed up like the Joker and went into that movie theater and shot it up was, uh, you know, somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, look it up or something. He was in the last year of getting a PhD in neuroscience or something like that. You know, I could be way off. Somebody, please correct me if I'm wrong. But you just look at some of these people and, and say, why? You know, and it's easy to say, well, they were on this pharmaceutical or that pharmaceutical. Well, 
you know, there's a lot of people, and I'm not saying there isn't some bad side effects. And again, that's another thing I don't oh, want to get into tonight. See, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, they'll say, well, the, the, because they were on this, they had a history of of bipolarity or depression. But so you could push the agenda for pharmaceuticals. You could push gun control. So like. You really could push a lot of different things based off of yes, events absolutely. that you're controlling people. Yep, the gun control. Makes when, sense. I, when I did this, um, prison, when I did a conspiracy presentation to high school seniors, and I talked about something that was relevant to all this, and I and I brought up Vegas, and I said, uh, I asked them for their opinions on why they thought you know somebody would be programmed to do that. That um, literally that, is the biggest joke of all mankind. Like we're not that dumb. Yeah, well, that's why I kind of wonder sometimes about the Vegas thing if they didn't do it on purpose, like if, if there wasn't some be. kind of a reverse psychology. But they, yeah. um, they, uh, the first kid that answered, and he answered right away when I asked why they do would do that, would say, you know, gun control. And again, I'm not going to get into a political debate. I'm apolitical. You know, <laughs> I, I am right down the middle. I don't need to have an but, opinion. But I mean, that's a pr- another proven fact that things do happen for political agendas. I mean, mind control and all of you know that might be a conspiracy but if you put the fact that mk ultra was an actual fact with the other fact of the political agenda driving a lot of things mm-hmm. in america and put those two together it's not a far stretch never for the fact that it's continuing to happen on a large scale yeah on both sides mm-hmm. you know again i don't care what anybody's political views are you know you can we can find examples on both sides of the aisle mm-hmm. you know throughout history of of heinous activity and I'm not saying politicians are bad or anything like that I'm just saying it, it defies political affiliation to have a political agenda right? right you know I mean it's all you you join a lot of people join the party that's going to be expedient for them you mm-hmm. know that represents where they're trying to get elected or something like that right um while we're talking I'm going to tell them they can go ahead and comment yeah actually we just got a comment um Corey <laughs> said small unnoticeable isolated acts of population control are easier to cover up which is totally true yeah i guess my question was more what's the end game but it could be bigger stuff but maybe they are still testing it on small levels is that you can clarify that for us Corey, if you want to like what do you mean by population control um were you answering my question Corey, as to why oh the end game i got you or like how are they still doing it or yeah yeah well if it depends on what if the if we're if we're going to go big with cons, with the conspiracy umbrella here and we tie it into new world order illuminati type stuff um globalism then it would be to again yes population control um and death of national identity is what a lot of people that are watching out for the new world order look at you know are they trying to erase national identity to be able to cause us to identify with this global mentality does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to, to take away your national identity, you take away the guns, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. I give MK Ultra. I'm reading Vincent right now. I give MK Ultra more credit than Illuminati. People are so easy to worry. Illuminati is the problem for everything. I don't disagree with that. The Illuminati, it is, and it becomes cliche like that sometimes when, when you're trying to put a motive behind something. And, you know, please, by all means, offer a thought on that yourself, too, you know, as far as an alternative reasoning besides NWO weeding down the population numbers towards the end game. I'm not sure if this is what Corey's talking about. He said weeding down the population numbers towards the end game. And if the end game is, you know, relevant to like the Georgia Guidestones mm-hmm. or um or depopulation, which isn't just exclusive to New World Order. And man, that's big rabbit hole right there. I may have to 
rein myself in on that one because I mean, I think maybe we could elaborate as we go with the whole end game. Cause I think that a lot of us can agree that there is an end game, whether we know who's behind it, what it is. And I, we don't have all the aspects, but we do know there's something out there that, you know, needs to be addressed. And so we can kind of build on that. Yeah. Yep. And you know, as far as that goes, you know, when I think about the things that we, we really need to get out there and talk about, because we'll all want to reference them as we're going over the mm -hmm. different topics, you know, MK Ultra being the number one most important one to me, because when you know and realize that your own government, who is supposed to be your protectorate, you know, your first and last line of defense, really, I mean, not including somebody's religious beliefs, you know, um, in this realm or whatever you want to say. Um, when you know that they can and will and have done something like that to the populace, you know, I mean, some really horrific tragedies that cause some people great agony. They lost their lives over. And I don't just mean their physical lives, but, you know, their ability to function in society. Um, and the, the families that destroyed Watch Wormwood, that's all I got to say about that. You and know, who's I mean, to say the long-term effects of all of this? I mean, there's been tons of studies of genetic reprogramming and everything. Uh, generations down but if this is a cover-up like do we even know the long-term effects of it you know i mean that's oh, yeah. scary that's super scary i mean there's a huge increase of like um mental health it could be because we're more aware of it which i am thankful for that but it could also be this other stuff yeah 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 so mk ultra is extremely important to get out there early for me as far as helping people suspend their disbelief and understand cold hard facts. The next topic that we'll do, false flags, is is important for that reason too, to understand you know the the premise behind some of these things and and to use some factual events for that. And uh, then the depopulation, um, the depopulation concept is important because of how many different specific conspiracy related things are going to tie into that. Right. And and some things that are just undeniable, you know, again, without getting into it specifically, the Georgia Guidestones, as far as, you know, why people believe they exist or what their purpose is, that's debatable. But the fact that they exist and what it says on them is not debatable. Right. You know, they're there and they say this. So, um, yeah. you know, that'll depopulation. Do the other important. countries, do you know, if um, they are trying to do a cover up, you know, like you mentioned Russia, um, I feel like. When they, when we thought they had the mind control capabilities, I mean, is, do we think? know if that's an actual fact that they were using it? And if so, I mean, was it a cover up? We don't. I and don't know. In that case, it's hard to say. In the case of what preceded MK Ultra, it's hard to say because allegedly they were using it to make our guys that they had as prisoner of wars admit to atrocities that they may or may not have committed. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. when they got back over here, our government they got and they got with our government. They denounced what they said when they were prisoners of war. Mm -hmm. And our government said, well, they said it because they were being mind controlled. But we know what our government did to us with MKUltra. So did they really, were they really denouncing it or was our government making them? You know what I mean? It, what if the whole thing, throwing this out here, might be far-fetched, but what if the whole coming out in federal court and like leaking and all of this stuff, again, is just part of all of this so that we can show Russia that like, oh, we did have it, but we weren't really good at it and we're just letting it go. Oops, our bad. Because like, if they really were competing with that, like this would be an even bigger cover-up. So maybe this leaking is part of the well, whole cover-up. Yep, and it took oh, me, it was a long time before I even considered so much. that. Yeah, you, you, you thought that way quicker than I did. 
after coming to terms with MK Ultra and learning about it, which by the way, I think is criminal is not taught in school. To me, it's as important for anybody to know as anything you're taught in a social science class, because you should be aware of what the government is capable they of. They literally don't even teach that kind of yeah, stuff in yeah. school anymore. No, I was in my late thirties before I learned about MK Ultra. Like, but to me, you know, that why would they teach it though? You know, who, who influences the curriculum? Um, but no, what you said is right. And I believe that there's a, a plausible, you know, reason for, for people thinking that, that the government even let out as much as they did for misdirection. I mean, cause there's so much that can come out in federal court that like is literally not allowed to be leaked to the public. Like we just can't because of public safety or security or national security, whatever you want to say, cause they give that reason a lot. So the fact that it was allowed that, I don't know. Yeah. That's a red flag to me. Yep. I agree with that. Yeah. And they get, they get, because what are we going to do anyway? You know, I mean, once we find out, what are we going to do? All the people don't that, take drugs from the guy on the street corner. I don't in th- a trench coat. Don't yeah. Worry. Right. Or Just even don't. walk by him. If they try to splash it on you, don't let him. <laughs> um, but if I'm right, you know, and I think some of this is touched in Wormwood and if you do your own research, I don't think any of the people whose names can be directly associated with MK ultra, especially in the Frank Olson case, Nothing ever happened to them. They lived their lives out, you know. And uh, oh, my time's up. I've blabbered too much. How do I stop it? Cancel. I, oh gosh. Okay, there we it's go. It's hypnotic. Are you MK altering everybody? I am. It's also can be the fact that I don't know how to use my phone. One more thing I want to say real quick, and for anybody that likes to look into things or bring this up for me next time. Allegedly, for the, those years that it, we know that it went on from the mid-50s to the early to mid-70s, it was estimated that $87.5 million was spent on MKUltra. I'm assuming that has to have been tax dollars because it's a government organization. And I would encourage somebody to consider what that would be adjusting for modern day. Do they call it you know, inflation or whatever? Yeah. $87.5 million in the 50s is a, is a different number today. So, you know, our money, our money, it it should make you mad. Honestly, MK ultra should make you mad at least for a minute. You know, when you think about all the people that it affected, um, I teared up and I mean, I'm a, I can be a crier when I watch stuff, movies and things. That's good. So I, (laughs) stop, stop. So I watched, uh, I, I teared up a lot during Wormwood, but, um, and let me just be me. I get it. I'm not a crier, so this is why we work out really well. Not at all. Yeah, if I start crying, she's just literally gonna go and then I'm finish off the just show. I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee and leave you to yourself. <laughs> Great. You could at least close the lid. How embarrassing. <laughs> or yeah, it. I mean, I, I think that it is. Yeah, it's a little bit eye-opening the fact that our government does this, but I don't know. I feel like it's kind of weird that I'm not more shocked that it happened. Well. I don't know why I'm not. I mean, it's not like I've really been trained to think like a conspiracy. Is that a word? Conspiracist. There you go. Conspiracy. Conspiracy Sounds good. You knew what I meant. But I just, yeah, when you, when you first told me about it, I wasn't shocked. I don't know why. Well, I think. Maybe it was the programming from the movies that they want us to I think that's, no, I honestly think there's an element to that. I think they do try to make it. You know, they desensitize you to it so that you're so used to it. And that's a whole other rabbit hole, too. I mean, if we're going to talk about conditioning and... Um, Which we will. Yeah, absolutely. Because that one's really important to us. Video our... games and TVs, because that was the suggestion from somebody last yeah, time. 
go. So, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Um, a couple things I wanted to say real quick also, because it was on the first clip that got lost. I wanted to give a shout out to the t-shirt shop in West Lafayette. For my shirt, did this in less than 15 minutes. I love it. If you're in the area and you need shirts made, please consider the t-shirt shop in West Lafayette. And again, you know, to remind you guys that we're doing the, uh, the intro sheet um, on whatever the topic is, just doodle it out. It can be like a two minute job, literally. And submit it to us. Let us throw it up on our Facebook page and have people vote on whether it will be our our entrance screen for the next episode. Um, likes will count as votes. We have this ginormous cardboard thing, and it's going to sit behind us hopefully after this. And mm -hmm. it, we're going to call it our conspiracy board. Yes. Ding. And we're going to each episode. We're going to label it. So this will be MP Ultra episode one. We're going to put it in the middle of the board, and then we're going to kind of branch off. So the next week is false flags, and so we're going to pin it and then put tie a string to it, and we're going to kind of see um, what subsections we have and what's overlapping, and we want you guys to help us um, build on it so that we can kind of see it all together. Yep, we're gonna. So we'll have our our big cliche conspiracy theory board back here. I'm excited about it. Um, and then also we're going to introduce the concept of what one of my dear friends once labeled a cardboard box lesson, because I was once trying to explain something to somebody that was very elaborate and I wanted to make sure they could follow. So I, all the only thing I had close to me was a box because we were moving. And then I took a permanent marker and I was writing and branching off and it kind of looked like a conspiracy board, but you know, to try to do my own, my own spin on, uh, what most people would use a whiteboard or in olden days, a chalkboard. I'm going to use a cardboard. We're going to call them cardboard box lessons. Collage. Oh yeah. Remember I said something about that too. The collage that's in Wormwood. And I, and I do want to do something with that with watchers with you guys um, that watch. I, I want you to, uh, I'm going to have you, man, I, I probably shouldn't even try to like explain that next time. Thank you, Corey, for that. I'll, I'll bring that up next time. So I don't overwhelm. And I need to get that thought better. But it's an interactive thing that I want to use. I want you guys, you know, to be interactive, not only during the show, but in between submit things so that we can post them on the Facebook page. Whatever helps you guys as well, or, or you give suggestions on what would help other people, because there are going to be people that watch that aren't, that don't think like that, that haven't even started down the rabbit hole that you keep saying. So anything that kind of gives them, you know, we all learn differently, visual, you know, written. So whatever it is that you guys want to see or think that would help other people to just even just start asking the questions. It's not whether or not you believe it or anything. It's just to spark conversation and get you thinking outside the box. Yep. Please, you know, keep giving us opinions and whatever. I mean, I know that we, we pick this topic and we pick the next one, but I just, I, I feel like those two really need to be established so that we can build on them with anything else that you guys would throw at us or whatever and educate us on. All right, so we're going to post the time um, on the Facebook page for the next one. I think we're going to do try to do every two weeks, but we're just, you know, keep an eye out. Um, go to the notifications and make sure you turn it on so that um, anytime you do a new post or anything on the page, then you'll get alerts so that you know when um, the next one's going to be or any topics we have or voting, anything like that. So, yep. hopefully we'll see you in two weeks yeah and please um you know if you feel if you're comfortable with it share this on your facebook page or with friends help us get some likes on the page and spread the word so we can have fun you know we're doing this to have fun and we hope you guys have fun mm -hmm. and i believe that's all again one more shout out to scott harsh the art of harsh on insta and the t-shirt shop in crawfordsville
All right. All right. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.